Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com and BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com. Use code COGDIS for 10% off your first month. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. I gotta hit my button a bit. No, I don't have to do that, Cecil, because we're in the same fucking room. <laughs> so we don't have to sync shit up. Syncing it up, baby. We don't clap. We don't do that clapping shit. Yeah, we don't have to count and clap, clap or fucking do the fucking hokey pokey. Oh, yeah. and You don't have to, like, count back to me. <laughs> You're like clever Hans over there with your fucking hoof. Uh, no, instead, we can just record live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago. And beyond... And beyond. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode... (laughs) Oh, look at that. Sorry. 581 of Cognitive Dissonance. And we're back in the studio again. This is a fucking streak now, baby. Back again, baby. Don't call it a comeback. We've been here twice in a row. (laughs) So, Tom, uh, we should talk this week for sure about the biggest story out there. And this has been going crazy all week. And it's the uh, the secret IRS files. The trove of never-before-seen records reveal how the wealthiest avoid income tax. And this is from ProPublica. We uh, recently dropped our Washington Post subscription (laughs) like three weeks ago. I want to say it was three or four weeks ago. We decided to take that money and give it to ProPublica because there was two or three things that that came out like right in a row. They do terrific investigative journalism. It's so good. And then, oh, you know what it was? It was that that thing that we watched on the insurrection. Yeah. Because it was- was, That was awesome. It was on PBS- supported by ProPublica. And so you and I talked about it right afterwards. And we're like, no, we we should definitely throw some money towards it because they don't have a pay site. Like you literally can't pay. You just get to donate. That's it. That's what they have. So so we've donated some money and they send us emails. And this came out earlier this week. And uh, it's not like we're special or anything. Everybody got to read it. But, um, but uh, no, donors get to no. It's yeah, not no, it true. doesn't yeah. really happen. They just no paywall. I get no public is great. No paywall. Yeah, I get a, we get a, we get a reminder if there's something interesting <laughs> right. in there. And just so happened we got a reminder for this, and we both read it. It's a really, it's not anything you didn't know ahead of time, right? Right. But it's 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 a level of confirmation and description that does just kind of like here's the deal. We all have like to your point. It's nothing we didn't know, but like. When, when they look at the most wealthy figures in America and they really break down how they don't pay their taxes, right. that you realize, I guess, or, or it's reinforced just how much the system itself is designed specifically by those people and people like them so that they never did have yeah. to pay taxes, never had right? To pay. Never had you to pay. and I are W-2 guys. Yeah. Like we're, 
Like we have like a, this is our small business, but like our real income for our lives are W-2 guys. Yeah. We wake up, we like punch a clock of some kind or get a salary or whatever. Yeah. And then like you get paid for the work that you do and then you get taxed yeah. and your employer takes the tax out. And that's most of America. You know, what's interesting is, is the small business that we own makes me pay way more taxes. I know. <laughs> I thought, thank you. I thought... I thought like having a small business, you'd be like, yeah. I'm going to have like a tax shelter. We talked no. to like a bunch of people and they're like, yeah, no. your business is so small. Yeah. You're like, not going to get the yeah. fuck out of here. You got to enjoy taxes. Stupid. Enjoy, basically, we pay so much in yeah, taxes. A lot of the money that, that cognitive dissonance makes each year, um, a good, a good amount of that money yeah. goes to taxes because we have to pay taxes for the, for the money that we earn. Right. And that money comes in and we essentially have to pay you know, just as much as anybody else would pay that, you know, that, that yeah. 25, 33% of it or whatever just goes right off the top. We just have to pay that. And that's just how it works. And, and the system is set up specifically. I was thinking about this, like, what is the differentiator? Right. And my thought was that sweat from your brow, so to speak, is taxed. Yes. Yes. Sweat or, 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 but, but money that is not earned from the sweat of your brow, but money that is earned from the existence and performance of your money. Yeah is not as much taxed, it's, right? Yeah. There are a million tax shelters, tax deferral systems, other tax advantage and offsets and losses. When your money does the work of earning you money, you don't pay taxes. Yeah. But when the sweat of your fucking brow or the sweat of your intellect or the sweat, when when your, when your physical performance in, in a job is what earns you money, that's when you pay the highest tax rate. Right. And as a performance, many of these people will... <laughs> hilariously not take an income, right? right? So these ultra rich people uh, take, for instance, Steve Jobs, who worked for a dollar at uh, Apple. He right. came back to Apple and said, I just want a dollar as my income from the, and other people have taken much. I mean, the president did the same thing. I'm not, I don't need, I don't need the money. But they're not making their money off of that thing that they were going to make money off of. Right. They would have to pay more taxes if that's the case. Yeah, right. They literally pay no taxes because what they do is they, they leverage their immense fortunes for nearly nearly zero interest money that they can essentially use as, as they see fit. And when they need to pay that money off, they cash out stock options and other stuff and dividends. And that stuff is not nearly taxed as much as yep. when you go out and you work a regular 40-hour week Fucking job. regular job. And you can, you, when, even when you do have massive capital gains earnings. In many instances, you can do what's called a like-kind exchange, which is a kind of tax deferral. So you can cash out money from one investment and roll it into a like-kind investment. And the gain on that, and the gain on that prior investment is the, the taxes on that are then deferred. Yeah. So, and there, and then you can also have other losses, which can offset your income. And you can have these like crazy, like catch-all, like other expenses, you know, and like, categories and categories. So the whole system is created by wealthy people to avoid the kinds of taxation wealthy people use to make their money, yeah. right? The system, the system you and I have, which is I went to work and they paid me for it. That's real fucking easy. Yeah. They're like, I, I do my taxes. It's like, I'm not even a homeowner. Like I've got like, what are your tax breaks? Like, no. Yeah. Homeowner's not a tax break anymore. I thought you got to deduct your interest in your property taxes. Not your property taxes. They took that out a couple years ago. Oh, I ago. guess they did. Yeah, they took it's that been a while since I've been a homeowner. Yeah, they took that out a couple years yeah. ago. The property taxes went away. 
That's fucking so, bonkers. You pay taxes if, on the town, yeah, the tax and money. If you pay a lot of money on property tax, you're essentially fucked. You're just like, no, that's money. I'm just throwing it's just away. out the window. Yeah. Um, I think your mortgage insurance you do pay, or the mortgage, mortgage interest, interest you, you can you deduct. can get deducted. One of those. It's either property tax or the other. I'm forget. One of them's one of them's there. One, one of them's not. not. Yeah, right. And right. so you know, but but they take away those those loopholes that we have. You right. know, the regular guys have. They take away those loopholes all the time, but the ones that are that are sort of in the system, embedded in the system, those never go away. And the money, like you say, the way money makes money, money makes money, and then they they never get to get to tax that. And then you're looking at these people who have immense fortune, insane, and it's fortunes. not just it's not. Just, and I know that there's going to be somebody who's going to send us a message and be like, "Yeah, well, that the money's not liquid, and you shouldn't be able to tax all that stuff." And but when you're talking about real wealth, when you're talking about how much money these people really have, the real wealth that they have, the amount of money that they can you know leverage and stuff, they should be paying more than nothing, right? Yep. It's got to be more than nothing because. You know, the, Jeff Bezos, a couple like in 2011, got a four thousand dollar tax credit for his kid. Yep. How the fuck does that even work? He made eight, like eighteen billion dollars that year. Yeah, it's not. It's not like I, I. I. It's a. It's a redefinition of profit and and income that specifically is designed to favor wealthy people's. Uh, earning style, right? Yeah. Or, or, or earning methodology. It's not like Jeff Bezos didn't make that money and was wondering how, you know, made so little money that he got the $4,000 child tax credit and was like, oh, geez, I don't know how I'm going to buy groceries. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know how much. That guy's yeah. not worried about buying his groceries yeah. or making his mortgage payments. So where's that? If it's not liquid, fine. But also it's not entirely not liquid. Yeah. Because he's fucking using it. Yeah. It's not like he doesn't have money to go to fucking Starbucks and get his fucking Frappuccino or whatever. Yeah. That motherfucker's got expendable income. Yeah. He's not like, oh, Sorry, honey, we can't afford a, a, a you know, can't oh, afford to put gas in a car this God week. Damn it, the air conditioner broke. Right? <laughs> way. It's not like There's you. It's not no like regular way. people. There's no way he's ordering off Amazon Prime a new air conditioner. Right. <laughs> right. There's no way that's happening. And the, and the thing is, is you're right. Like they're living and they're living lavish lifestyles, but there's always these. I don't know, billionaire fanboys, billionaire apologists, whoever these people are that constantly over and over and over again want to tell you how wrong you are because you you point out that they're not paying their fair share and they are not paying their fair share. The same year that Bezos didn't pay any money is the same years that Amazon didn't pay any money. Yeah. And I know that people are going to be like, well, Amazon employs a bunch of people. Yeah, man, but fucking, there, there should be something in the governmental kitty because of that. Like, we should be, the government should be fucking taking some, I mean, something, right? It's not, something. Even, a, it's yeah. not even a token amount. Yeah, well, part of the problem is that we bend over backwards to convince these large corporations to put up their headquarters and their distribution centers right, and right, their facilities right in like one location versus another. Please stay in the United yeah, States. They, they Please over. come to my state. I'll give you fucking a million. They're not doing that for you. Yeah. Listen, if you want to fucking relocate to wherever the fuck America, it's not like everybody's like vying for your fucking hand in marriage. You don't have fucking state suitors yeah. who are like, oh, if you move here, we'll cut your taxes. You fucking move wherever you pay, whatever taxes are there. Yeah, That's it. But although, like, if you're a giant corporation, although I did hear that West Virginia is offering like a $10,000 tax credit to really? anybody who works from home that wants to move there. Really? Because they, you're, they're going to get your right. income. Yeah. And they're going to, they're essentially wooing people who work from home to say, come fucking move to See, West Virginia. That is interesting. Cause yeah. I know that a lot of the Southeastern states have done really well. Like North Carolina has seen an enormous influx over the last several yeah. years. 
And a lot of other states have seen, like Sunbelt states have done really well in terms of population increase from exactly that sure. reason. But like West Virginia is not on anybody's radar no. to go yeah, to. Yeah, no. Not on any, no one's, have you ever heard these words? I can't wait to move to West Virginia. No one's ever said that unless you're like only, a toothless coal miner. Only from a from a dude who was dating his first cousin. That's the only. <laughs> yeah. Actually, have you ever met anybody from West Virginia? I don't think I have. Have you ever met anybody who's been to West Virginia? No, but I I've did, never even driven through West Virginia. I did watch a, a documentary on the the whites. Have you seen that? The wonderful no, whites. No, the, is it good? I want to see it. It's weird. It's super I've seen, weird. I want to see that. It's about like weird people. It's yeah, just it's a on our weird, list. Strange. It's just one of those oddity documentaries where you watch it and you just think, why did I watch that? But I kind of was amused the whole time. Yes, so. I love that yeah. shit. Yeah. But it's all just trivial it's like, people's Here's lives. a picture yeah. of like Americana, a slice of Americana. <laughs> I'm like, sign me up. I like to look at people. <laughs> but I, I, I will say, reading this article, there has been many people for many years that have talked about the billionaire class, essentially. And, and you know, like, like these people make an, an, so much fucking money. They're talking about like at one point for a five-year period, $400 billion came into, you know, 25, 25 people, people. Yeah. $400 billion. Now understand that that's like half a stimulus that yeah. we send out. Right. You know what I mean? That's like half to a To 25 stimulus. fucking people. Yeah. To 25 people. And those, those in that same time period, that's, that's from a period of 2014 to 2018, their, their incomes rose. It's just something, those 25 people saw their uh, net worth rise $401 billion in a four-year period. During that same four-year period, they paid $13.6 billion in federal taxes. That's a 3.4% interest or tax rate. Yeah. What's That's, your what's your tax rate? You know, <laughs> what's, what's everybody's tax rate? Yep. It's 25, 30% taxes. Right. That's what you're paying. Yeah. We're, like, I, I'm not asking these guys to pay more than I pay. Yeah. But it's fucking preposterous that people who are worth hundreds of millions or billions, I mean, the number of billion is an insane number. A billion is an insane number of dollars to have. That would be an insane number of pennies to have. Yeah. That sure. would be a bonkers sure. number of pennies right. to have. Yeah. But to have a billion dollars, much less tens or hundreds of billions of dollars for one walking around person who's no fucking more important than any other fucking two-legged walk-arounder. Yeah. Like, it's fucking bonkers. Yeah. And then they don't pay anything back to, like you said, they don't pay anything into the kitty. They're not contributing to society the same way. Yeah. That you're, when, you, when, you, when they drive down the fucking road, when Elon Musk hops in his fucking electric car and drives down the road, he didn't pay for that road the yeah. same way you not did. Not the same way. Not the same percentage money. And... You know, I know that there's going to be people who say, well, yeah, these people are job creators. They're people who, you know, pay pay lots of money. But but understand this. Jeff Bezos has a lot of goddamn money and yeah. a lot of goddamn money, just a, just a, a, an immense amount of money. And you're still hearing about bad conditions and bad pay at Amazon factories. Right. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like they're a job creator and everybody's happy and it's and it's and it's fucking, right. you know, same thing with Elon Musk. Like you were hearing bad shit coming out of the Tesla factories. Yep. These people aren't it's not like they're magnanimous billionaires who happen to be giving as much of their money back to the people as they are keeping it. Right. These are these are shitty people. And just as importantly, I, I, I firmly and completely reject the idea that it would provide a disincentive for people if they could only be worth $900 million yeah, instead right, of $1.3 right, billion, right? right? If somebody 
Like, it's not like those people, it's not like Elon Musk wouldn't have fucking invented the electric car. Please he don't did. send me an he email did. that he invented he the electric car. You know what I'm talking about, people. Yeah. It's not like he wouldn't have done those things yeah. if he could only make himself a 900 million fare. Yeah. Right? It's fucking nonsense to pretend that if we don't over pay and overcompensate and create a system that's so grossly in favor of a tiny, tiny, infinitesimally small fraction of people that suddenly there would be no incentive for anybody to work. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, everybody else wakes up and goes to work. Yeah. And everybody tries to do a good job and everybody tries to earn that next dollar. Everybody's trying to do that shit. These guys would still, fucking Jeff Bezos would still have fucking made Amazon if he was only going to make 900 million instead of 43 billion or whatever the fucking guy's worth. 108 billion. Like, like, let's say you tax him at a 30% rate and he was only worth $70 billion. Yeah. It's not like he'd be like, well, it's not even worth doing now. <laughs> I quit, guys. I'm not even going to make it's Amazon. Stupid. I'm canceling all of Amazon, period. So, like, yeah. I, I don't believe that, like, we get more innovation because we're willing to pay that's hundreds of billions of dollars absolute to a bullshit. single fucking person. It's absolute bullshit. And it's, and and you're right. There, there's a reason. There's already those monetary incentives. If the monetary incentive is there for me to get up and go to work and do fucking video and audio editing for work, right. then the monetary incentive is the same thing as it is. It's way more for Jeff Bezos or whoever the fuck, you know, is making way more money than me. I mean, get the fuck out of here. It's one thing to provide for your family. It's another thing to provide even a, a small legacy. Yeah. But once you have such an immense amount of money that you are accumulating wealth for the value of its accumulation, that is problematic. Yeah. That's ethically problematic from the jump. So why do you fucking wake up and go to work every morning when you're already worth billions and billions of dollars? It's because you're motivated by power. Yeah. You're trying to consolidate as much power via wealth into your own personal hands as possible. We should be leery of those guys. <laughs> those guys aren't to be. What in history are you like, you know, it's really turned out great. Yeah. That guy consolidated an enormous amount of wealth and power into his own personal <laughs> hands. That's never, wait, who's ever turned that like not to their evil advantage? Like, there's, these guys are all one fucking fraction of a step away from a volcano yeah, layer. Yeah, every, every single one of these guys has a, has a monocle collection. You know it. <laughs> There are individual human beings right now with, with more money than the GDP of many countries. Many countries. Many countries. That's fucking bonkers. Not even like the, the GDP yeah. of many countries. There are people who are like, I am worth more than that country. Yeah. An entire nation of people working and striving. Yeah. There's one fucking guy who's like, yeah, I'm fucking worth more than that. Yeah. I could, I could liquidate my shit and be worth more than Botswana or yeah, like whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Someone's going to send us the fucking GDP of Botswana now. <laughs> you know what he earns on Botswana. <laughs> I do want to mention this though too. It says ProPublica's data shows that while some wealthy Americans, such as hedge fund managers, would pay more taxes under the current Biden administration proposals, the vast majority of the top 25 would see little change. Yeah. And that I think is pretty disappointing. It is. I know that, I know that there was, I, I remember when Warren was going, and Warren had a lot of plans to to tax the yeah. ultra wealthy. Yep. And uh and she didn't make it very far, but uh but I I wish that some of those plans would get into other people's hands, other people who are in power's hands. Me too, man. Because I think, you know, taxing the ultra wealthy is is a great way to reinvest in our society. They have a lot of fucking money. Yeah. You could you could slightly disadvantage you could make unbelievably rich people still be unbelievably rich. And then everybody gets something out yeah. of it, right? Or like everybody else can keep kicking some of their fucking middle class income up. Yeah, that's, because that's what's that's really what's happening. happening. That's what's really happening, right? Is like, yeah. is like Jeff Bezos could could 
you know, not really notice that he lost some money and everybody in America would have a lot more prime money to spend. Right. Well, like, like, and I'm not suggesting we do this, but like, imagine if, how sorry would you feel for Jeff Bezos as a human being if instead of being worth $108 billion, he was only worth $1 billion? Think about, think about that. Yeah. He's still worth a thousand million dollars. Yeah. If you took away a hundred, and I'm not saying we should, but even if you took away a hundred and seven billion dollars from one guy, yeah. he's still a billionaire. And I think he's still wealthier than you and everyone you've ever met yeah. ever. Yeah. And and I think the way uh, the plan that that uh, that uh, Warren was suggesting was it would have only been. Considering his wealth, it would be like three billion dollars out of hundred and eight or something. Like I mean, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's inconsequential. And with that money, we have no more student loan debt. You know, like, like I, that's right. the, that's which that's the kind of that's the kind of change I'm talking about. With that money, people don't have to pay to go to state schools anymore for college. Gotcha. With that money, you could have universal pre-K. With that money, like we're talking about an immense change on people's everyday lives right. and their their entire income for years to come. I'm still paying off student loans. I will be paying off student loans for years to come. Right. I don't even care if I'm above the bracket where they go when they pay those students. I don't even care. Like right. I want to see student loan debt relieved. And even if I don't make the cut, I'm still happy to see it relieved. Right. Same, same thing. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you're saying like he was only going to pay $3 billion a man, like, I, you put 3% of your income away in like a 401k or something. You don't even notice the difference. Yeah. He wouldn't notice. He wouldn't he, notice. He'd earn that he 3%. He already doesn't notice. Right. Like, the thing is like his, his $108 billion, if it's earning a very modest rate of return, and this is being overly simplistic on how massive wealth works, but if he's earning a, a 45 or 5% return on $108 billion a year, he's making just passively $4.5 billion plus dollars yeah. every year just waking up and letting his money sit around being his. Yeah. So like you take $3 billion from him. What happens? He blinks twice and he gets it back plus yeah. another halfsies. Yeah. He gets all- Who cares? Yeah. Why aren't we doing this? Yeah. Why are we allowing this kind of concentration of power? Yeah. And it is power. Yeah. Like money is just a stand-in for power. That's all that it is. It's the ability to act in the world. It is a stand-in for power that we all agree upon. So like we are we are not just moving money to the to to a small handful of people. We are consolidating all types yeah, of power, power yeah. in our society because yeah. all money is is an agreed upon stand-in for power. Yep. Unless we do something immediately, we will lose Glen Canyon in three days. Great merciful Christ. In a week, the rest of Arizona, then the entire Southwest. In two months, the United States officially belongs to them. And we are extinct. You've got to be shitting me. This story comes from the Independent. I don't believe in evolution. I believe in God. Marjorie Taylor Greene argues COVID escaped from Wuhan lab. <laughs> now, I do, I do want to preface this, that there have been some legitimate reporting that's coming out that is beginning to question whether or not there may be some veracity sure. to a Wuhan lab. Sure. So I want to put that out there. Yeah. Because initially, everybody blew that off because the experts said, no, that's not the case, doesn't right? Seem like it, yeah. As we discover that we're not really sure where COVID has come from, and there is some good reporting out there that says this isn't entirely the most far-fetched thing out there. Right. So I want to acknowledge that real quick. Yeah, that's not at all what's problematic about what she says, though. Yeah, it's not even at all. But but also, I do want to say, like, 
You also can't say it did come from a Wuhan. We don't know where COVID came problem. from. That's the problem. You can't say it did. You can't say for sure now that it didn't. But we, I, I feel like I feel like the honest answer is you don't know. Right. And that's okay to say I don't know. But there is a stigma about saying I don't know. There's this stigma yep. and, it's, and, it, and, it, and it crosses all different types of spheres where there just cannot be a, I'm not sure. Yeah. People that, like for real, I'm not sure or I don't know is the beginning of scientific inquiry. Yeah. That is where it starts. But for many people, there, there can't be that, that shade. So what they have to do is 100% have a definitive answer for everything. Yeah, and it, it's also, for, for some reason, it's deeply problematic for people to acknowledge a shift in thinking, right? So let me put my hand out there. Like, at the beginning of this thing, all the experts were like, no, this thing almost certainly started from a wet market. Yep. Yeah. It did not come from a laboratory. Again, we don't know where it came from, but there is some reporting now that says that's not entirely implausible. Possible. Yeah. So now I'm willing to say, well, okay, Based on new information, I'm willing to potentially change right. my mind, right? That's, that's how people should operate. That's intellectual honesty. That's just integrity, right? That's just like saying, look, I'm not going to believe the most outlandish thing first. That's a bad idea. I am going to listen to the experts when they're available. When the experts change their mind based on new information, I'm going to raise my hand and acknowledge I'm not an expert because I have the internet. Yeah. Like, just because I have a fucking Verizon plan doesn't make me a fucking diploma holder for all subjects. Google University. Right? Can you get a PhD from Google University? Fuck, dude. You, you got one now. You get, I'll tell you what, Google hands out fucking uni honorary university now. degrees to everybody. I'm, hello, I'm Dr. Google. <laughs> <laughs> I went to upstairs Googling college. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just type it away. <laughs> oh, I got a, I got a PhD in the doodles. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, but she, her, her comment is, she says, I don't buy it because I don't believe in evolution. I don't believe in that type of so-called science. I don't believe in evolution. I believe in God. But I don't know. Like, is God working in a lab in Wuhan? <laughs> like, I don't working in a lab <laughs> late one night. <laughs> Wait, like I, her her statement isn't even internally consistent, no. right? It doesn't Nothing make she says any sense. Consistent though, it makes no sense. And and the other thing is like she is specifically referring also to not believing in what they call gain of function research, which is the idea that like you take an existing virus and you make some changes to it, and then based on those changes, the virus is able to perform other functions, and that's generally how vaccines have worked for a very long time. And she's like. I don't believe in that because I don't believe in evolution. First of all, that's not evolution. Yeah. That's a specific manipulation by people of the genetic structure of an existing fucking virus. That's not evolution. You don't even know what evolution is. How can you not believe in it? You can't describe it. <laughs> can't, Write yeah. down three sentences you know about evolution, yeah. Marjorie Taylor yeah. Greene. <laughs> Three sentences. I'll tell you what, the first sentence could be, my name is Marjorie Taylor Greene, and the next two sentences will be about evolution. So I'll give you the first one. The first one's a gimme. The first one's, the first one's signing your name correctly. I hope she talks about short neck and long neck giraffes <laughs> and like turtles without shells and whatever else we Jesus. saw at that, at that fucking At the fucking museum. goofball yeah. museum. Yeah, yeah, where's that picture? Is that picture up? In it is. It's over on the wall. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. That was a great trip. Yeah, that's a good trip. That yeah. was a great trip. I For for anyone that's new, we got to relay real quick. Cecil and I, now four, five, six years back, we went to the Ark 
Park Ark Museum yeah. down in uh, Kentucky. Yeah. Not in Louisville, but like outside Louisville. Uh, pretty far outside Louisville in the middle of nothing. Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nothing middle where of nowhere. land is a penny an yeah. acre. In the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. And we go there, guys. And Cecil and I have been friends now for longer years than I'm willing to say on the air because yeah. it ages me. But yeah. more than 20 years. So Cecil knows me pretty fucking well. And he, we get out of the car and he looks at me. <laughs> He looks at me the way that your dad looks at you when you're like going to beg for shit up from the gift shop, right? Yeah. And he's like, you need to be polite. There are people in here that believe this stuff. You need to not laugh. Because I'm just like, okay, okay. And so like, I'm getting my fucking game face on, right? But but we're also at the same time walking toward an enormous fake boat in yeah. the middle of Kentucky. Yeah, it's the, and it's the funniest looking boat you've ever seen. And it is, it, it is the Funniest looking so boat. I'm doing that thing where I'm trying not to yeah. laugh, but my cheeks yeah. hurt from the Can't pressure just, of both expanding yeah. and contracting yeah. at the same yeah. time. I'm I'm dying inside, but I'm holding it together, guys. That's the part I want you to understand. I am everything I have. It's fucking enormous self-control. In this moment, if I was a heroin addict, I'd have kicked it like that. I am exerting <laughs> control like nobody's ever seen, right? And we walk into this place and like I'm like tears are yeah. starting to form. Yeah. Tom, and is, just, Tom is uncontrollably shaking am, at this point. But not he's, a sound. He's like, he's he just can't, he's like shaking. He's like, he's like Beavis. You remember when Beavis used to just <laughs> shake? Or Butthead, I don't know which one it was, but he just shake. He just, he just shake. Cornholio. That's yeah, there, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We walk past, guys. We walk past these like, like bird cages without birds in them that just have uh, sounds yeah, like like speakers yeah. of screechy birds and and yeah. I'm and everything is more ridiculous than the next thing. Again, I am fucking holding that shit together because oh, yeah. I am You're not gonna get in trouble. You're we turn this corner and Cecil, yeah, we see this shellless turtle. It looks like a poo monster. It totally looks, it looks like, like a somebody took like, a shit and then yeah. formed a head yeah. out of the dookie. Yeah. And I, I look, Cecil now has lost yeah, it. Yeah, I can't. We, we, Cecil has lost it. We're literally holding each other up laughing and crying. Because <laughs> it's, the, it's the most absurd thing you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life. Because I, 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 it's not an animal, right? No. It's like you made it up. It's a lump. Yeah, and it's a lump animal. It was the funniest shit ever. And that it place is, got more ridiculous as we walked through it. It is the funniest place. And, and my favorite picture from that place is us taking a, <laughs> taking a picture underneath and it said something like, and everybody died or something <laughs> underneath. Yeah. It, it's seriously like under an arch. It yeah. says, and everybody died. Yeah, it's one of yeah. the it's one of the best places ever. But you know, one of with this Marjorie Taylor Greene, we're talking about, you know, she's talking about how she doesn't believe in evolution. Evolution, science is one of those things that it really doesn't matter if you believe in it. It's not a hubristic God that right. needs your belief <laughs> in order for it to be true. And yeah. you don't have to believe in science for it to work. It nope. still works on you. Yep. You don't have to, you don't have to believe vaccines are going to work for them to work around you. Yeah. Right. You don't have, you could, you could be an anti-vaxxer and still benefit from vaccines because other people around you have got. Well, and these fuckers are always so selective about the science they don't believe in. Right. Yeah. Because they absolutely believe in physics and engineering, right? Sure. They get on a fucking airplane. Yeah, an airplane. They're like, they yeah. don't know fuck all about Bernoulli's principle oh, or no. fucking yeah. high pressure, sure. low pressure, and like the fucking foil shapes of wings. They don't know any of that shit. Yeah. They, but they sure as fuck get in that airplane and they absolutely. assume it's going to fucking take absolutely. off. And yeah. not because they fucking clasp sure. their hands together sure. and hoped real hard yeah. at the sky they're about yeah. to jet themselves yeah. into. Every single building they go into where that's over 10 stories with right. an elevator. Like yep. they believe in engineering. They believe in structural engineering. Yep. They believe they believe in biology when yep. they get sick. These fuckers always go to the hospital. Yep. 
Who do, who the fuck went to the hospital? Rick Wiles, right? Rick Wiles. Rick Wiles. He didn't get sick and stay home and, and like hope at the sky until it went away. He yeah. went and got oxygen. Yep. And he took medicines and doctors who went to college and fucking yep. learned yep. stuff about sciencing. They all took care of him. They're all liars. Yeah. She believes in all that shit. Yeah. She just doesn't believe in shit when it's not going to get her reelected. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this is about. It's yeah. about her personal brand. That's exactly Because it's a, a bunch branding. of dumbass fucking hillbilly bullshit artists yeah. who want to be like, go, 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 yeah. go. Yeah, My pick-em-up truck. And they're going to like vote for her. A hundred percent. She is doing it for the truck nuts. Yep. Like a hundred percent. Yeah, she's doing this so she can roll smoke or whatever those fucking idiots <laughs> roll do. Roll coal, Oh, God. I fucking saw one of those trucks yesterday while I was driving around. Up here? Yeah, yeah. I saw like a like a pickup truck that had intentionally put its exhaust like up by the bed of the truck. Yeah, like a, like a it was, semi or whatever. Right, yeah. it was just belching its exhaust. And it was a, Cecil, it was a beautiful summer day with like nary a cloud in the so sky. Stupid, man. And like this guy's driving and I'm like, how do you want a world full of you? Yeah. Like, like, yes, when you fucking shit smoke into the air and stuff, it dissipates quickly because the volume of the earth. But like, can you not imagine the notion of scale? Yeah. It's a beautiful day. We all get to fucking enjoy it because there's very few of you yeah. versus people like me right. driving a right. fucking hybrid right. around, right? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I, I genuinely don't understand because these guys, a lot of times too, like, these guys are like people that love the outdoors. Like I'm generalizing. Yeah. But a lot of these guys are guys that like, they fucking love they're the hunters, outdoors. They're fishermen. Hunters. Yeah, they're yeah. outdoors, these yeah. guys. And they love the outdoors. Boating. They love going out into nature. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Trump boats. All the things you like are in danger by the yeah. things you do. Trump boats, Trump yes. Boats. <laughs> Trump boats Betting for freedom or whatever. <laughs> like why would you endanger the thing you like the most? It, it really, it boggles the mind. But these uh, that that is the most disgusting thing is to be behind somebody who's, who's intentionally made their car into a fucking soot factory. It's so annoying. It's not only just annoying just to be behind them, but it's kind of infuriating yes. to be behind them because you just, you just, they're like a litterer. Like when you see somebody throw garbage Thank out of their you. car. Thank you, yes. And you think, you're disgusting. You're an awful person. Something's wrong with your brain to throw something out of your car and not just keep it next to you. I live in downtown Chicago. I'll be walking down the street and someone will have like a cup. They'll finish it and they'll literally just throw it on the ground. What? Why? Just throw it on the ground. And you're like, you're 10 feet from a thing. You could just throw it away. It's a, I mean, there's a garbage can right there that they come by and collect, but they'll just throw it on the ground. There's just a whole bunch of people in the world that just have no idea. And people like that will bitch if they go to a city that's not a clean city. Yeah. Right? People, that's the thing that makes me like, that same person, if they were to go to a city that wasn't like cleaned up as well as Chicago is cleaned up, They'd be like, this city's fucking gross. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. It's like the fucking outdoorsy people are like, mm, yeah, yeah, streams are all gross. It's like, this because you it's support you. things that put, why can you, do you know who do you, you are? You? <laughs> How do you wake up and be you? You just want to rub their face in their tailpipe like right, a yes. bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just floored by that <laughs> shit. When a man loves a woman and he actually wants to make love uh, to her, something very, very special happens. And uh, with deep, deep concentration and, and great focus, he is often able to achieve in a- I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna stop you. I know where you're at. I, I, I didn't mean babies in general. Oh, well, that's good. Because <laughs> it was about to get a little ugh, gross. This Cecil okay, so, is goddamn genius. So we, we're gonna play this. This is- this is Milo Yiannopoulos. Now he's straight now. He was gay. 
was a gay man. He's not gay anymore. And he's on True News Ugh. hanging out. This was, this was what I told you last week. Remember when I told you last week that there was True News, they were doing this thing where they had Milo yep, come in. Yep. And that's what's happening here. It's Milo. And so we're going to play Milo. This is, this is an amazing clip. All right, before we play him, I'm sorry, but we also have to talk about his hair. No, we can't not talk about his hair. So tell, he looks like one either Siegfried or Roy. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> I don't know the difference, but I would say if there was a, if he was, if he had a chair, a whip, and a tiger, hundred percent looks like Milo Yiannopoulos right now. He to me looks like a homeless muppet. <laughs> Looks like a Muppet with bed. Like if a Muppet could have like he bed like, head for six consecutive days. He looks like the one guy in Shakespeare and Love that stayed out all night. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a Renaissance bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looks amazing. You guys got to see this. You gotta, so I wish I could looking. show you. I can't show you, but I'm going to play him. Um, this is him on True News. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. The first thing that happened, which will make you laugh, but it's true, is dogs stopped barking at me. I am one of those people. You know, everyone's got that friend that dogs always go nuts around. You're familiar with this, right? You, you got pets? Yes. Yeah. But there's always somebody that no, dogs. My, my dog doesn't bark at you. I, I keep my dog in the. But hey, dog barked at you, but that's okay. okay. Uh, he like he barks. Well, he barks sound, at people. You must have some work left to do. Um, but he didn't <laughs> bark at my dog. That is true. <laughs> but but I was always one of those. I know this sounds so stupid, but. This is just yes. It sounds very stupid. Okay, <laughs> okay. So All he's right. talking about. So the context of this is he's he's saying I'm no longer gay. Yep. Because I stopped being gay because I prayed real hard. Yep. And therefore, animals do not try to attack me when I come <laughs> near. It's like the opposite of Snow White. <laughs> yes. Snow White walks into the forest and all the, I don't know if it's Snow White. It's one yeah, of those Disney right. princesses yeah. Yeah. where they walk into the forest and they sing their little song and, and like, all the all birds, birds dress them. The birds are literally like climbing up there. There's, there's a bird on every space of their arm <laughs> as they're singing and talking. It's the exact opposite. When the, like as soon as Milo walked into a forest <laughs> and he was gay, there's those magpies that were bo bo <laughs> that bomb people as they walk by. Remember that one woman we watched on the oh, stream. With the, yeah, with the so wear, there wearing was a, the helmet and bicycle. There was a woman we watched on the stream Ugh. a while back, and I don't remember when this happened, but it's a while back. There was a woman from Australia who was wearing a helmet, and I guess in, in Australia, these magpies, or I think that's what dicks. they are. They yeah. just, they, they, if you go near their nest, they will uh, like fly at you and like smack you. They'll hit you. Right. And so she's got this, this, this helmet <laughs> and they're playing Flight of the Valkyries. <laughs> and she's racing down this path and she's screaming as loud as she can because this magpie is following her and it's bonking her on the head. And she's like, get away from me. <laughs> it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. But essentially that was Milo Ian that's every, life yeah, that's every gay person for according his, to Milo. Well, no, yeah. you're right. And that wasn't just Milo's yeah, life. Every it's gay person. Every gay person. Yeah, because you've never seen like a yeah. gay couple with a little dog. <laughs> like that's never. Wait, like I love, <laughs> I love to. <laughs> I'm picturing yeah. like, like, like Snow White, like all yeah. the animals come and then they're like, start to dress. They're like, whoa, 
Are you a fucking lesbian? Hold on a second. Whoa. Is this a feather boa I'm putting on you? What the fuck, man? All the, all the squirrels start attacking and shit. Fucking leave Snow White a fucking bloodied stump of a human being. Like, I'm sorry I didn't like dick enough. RuPaul's just got big bruises on him. <laughs> so ridiculous. Like, also, like, there's that whole idea, and I don't buy it, but, like, there's that whole idea, too, that, like, like animals can sense if you're good. Like he's basically saying, like I animals think, knew I was yeah. an asshole. I was a sh I'm such a shit that I was the guy that when I went into your house, the animals were like I don't trust him, girl. I don't trust him, girl. I don't trust him, girl. And then that girl's like, your dog still barks me. It's like turns to her, it's like, well, you still got some work you to still do. Got work to do, yeah. Fucking throwing shade, huh? <laughs> Holy shit! It's like, is he basically being like, so uh, you know, you kind of like the ladies, huh? Yeah. You know. <laughs> I checked your search history. I know what you're Googling. How I think that God reveals himself to us, right? This is, this is just my experience of it. I was somebody who invariably, without exception, always used to make dogs go crazy. It's because I exuded sulfur when I was gay. <laughs> just, when I would walk in, it's like those people who roll coal, Tom. It's the same thing. It's rolling sulfur. It's just pouring off of them. Just it takes constant, just, And it's just like, it's like a fog machine. It yeah. just settles like a pall <laughs> over the floorboards. Yeah. Fucking dogs don't like the stench of brimstone and dick, it turns <laughs> out. Just <laughs> devil shows up and he's got a trident. It's just three flaccid penises on. <laughs> Come on, fella. <laughs> We're partying down. Uh, so we have a friend who's a political candidate down here, right? And her campaign manager has two of these little yappy dogs. And they would You not. can tell how little he likes dogs. You could tell, you know, like that's why that, they're that's barking that, at. Right. That's exactly yeah. it. You can tell here, like. That he is he is yeah. not a dog person, no. which fine. If you're yeah. not a fucking dog person, no one's making it. But I like everybody, animal or otherwise, you can tell if you don't like me, right? Like if I walk into a room and somebody doesn't like me, one, I'm not surprised. Yeah. B, I don't <laughs> care. Room. C, like, yeah. yeah, I can fucking yeah. tell. Yeah. Like, so can your dog. And yeah. like if you walk into a room and somebody's like weird, nervous, derisive, unpleasant. The dog's not gonna dogs, like that. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, dogs are just fucking animals. Yeah. They fucking we we fucking evolved with them for two hundred thousand years together. They've picked up how to read yeah. us. <laughs> exactly. They want. You don't think it's got? Yeah. Oh yeah, the dogs like me. They're just fucking little yappy shit dogs. <laughs> Fuck those fucking dogs. But anyway, they don't a lot of like times, me. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times I'd walk in the room just start kicking them, and they didn't like me at all. <laughs> Stop! I couldn't be in her house for more than twenty minutes because it would drive everybody crazy. Yeah, no, and he, not, that, has nothing to do no, with the dog. No, that's literally, I wouldn't want to be around you for more than three seconds, let alone 20 minutes. Can you imagine, how, what would it take for you to have Milo Yiannopoulos in your house for 20 minutes? Like, if he paid off my house, I would be like, nah, I'll keep paying. I'll make my own payments. I literally cannot think of a moment I would want to spend with a man. No. He's such a, and, and why, why I hate him so much isn't that he's just a shitty asshole racist. And, and, and I don't even know that he's a racist, right? What he is is a provocateur. Right. And that's what he has been since the beginning. If you're unfamiliar with Milo's work, just go look and read some articles yeah. about him. Milo has been a, a pro-troll, like Tom says, for years. And the thing is, is that he manipulated people into the far right, just, just like, and he's done it for years. Yep. And... I don't even know if he believes it. And I don't think he cares. I think what no. he cares about is that it made him famous and it made him money. Yep. And I think that's the only thing he's ever cared about. And so, you know, uh, when it comes down to it, 
I, I just, I'm disgusted by him. Yep, you know? same thing. Yeah. I just, that whole like troll for hire sort yeah. of bullshit, yeah. like that, like that's worse than somebody who has integrity and is awful. Yeah. Like I genuinely, I, I, I don't like and I don't respect, but I respect more yeah. somebody who has exactly the opposite values I have if they have values. Yeah. Even if they're the worst values ever. But these fucking, these scumbag bullshit artists who are nothing more than just trying yeah. to get a rise sure. and that rise is what They'll creates the attention anything yeah. that that will get the money I fucking hate those people. Yeah. yeah i cannot stand yeah. them they and just, I, ugh. I i mean you know i don't know the inside of milo's mind but it, it judging by the rest of his entire life yeah this feels like he's just pretending to not be gay. Of course, to get, it does. I mean, that's what it feels. Like. I don't. I don't know the entire inside of his mind. I can't. I can't. But it, but it but feels very but, like that. But if I, if the past is any indicator of the future, right? Then he's lying about this too. Yeah. Well, and like this too. I think this is the most sensible path to uh, public redemption that he had yeah. after his whole because he got canceled. Yeah. Because of his fucking pro pedophilia comments. Yeah, right. And so how the fuck do you get out of that? Well, find God. Yeah. It's it's the it's yeah. the get out of fucking sure. responsibility free card for any awful thing you do in America. And a lot of religious people don't mind pedophiles. Right. I mean, let's yeah, be it's real a good honest. home let's for be real honest. A lot of religious Yeah, they're like, hey, care. welcome in. Like, we got sure. a whole system for you exactly. guys. Even growing up, we had Alsatians, we had black Labradors. Um, they just didn't like me at all. You ever think maybe they just wanted to try to taste the rainbow? <laughs> They didn't bite them. <laughs> Tastes like a skittle in there. No. Look at that. <laughs> Tastes like a, a urinal cake. <laughs> hey, no matter which part I bite, it all tastes yeah, the same. It all tastes the same. Oh, oh weird. I like that. He's like, I just, they just didn't like me. It's like, man, you ever think that you're just unlikable? Yeah. You ever think that maybe there was never a moment in your life that anyone was going to like you? Yeah. yeah. It's probably, I'll tell you what, if from an early age, nobody and nothing has ever gravitated toward you, that's on you. <laughs> You've got some fucking self-reflection <laughs> yeah, to you, do. You need to, you need to sit quietly in a room for a while. Right. Like, think I can't about even, that. I can't even make friends with pets. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> fucking, I got sea monkeys and they boiled the water. Dogs don't bark at me anymore, and it happened almost overnight. Now they seem mm -hmm. to quite like me, and it sounds as the stupidest thing in the world. It is. That's the stupidest, thing, the stupidest in the world. thing in the world. Yes, thank You're you. You're a genuinely stupid yeah, person, Milo. Hi. Are you or a loved one a conservative who's never given someone an orgasm? Did you save yourself from marriage but realize your file won't load? Has your husband rolled off of you, told you to finish on your own, but because you've internalized the patriarchy, you end up writing an op-ed on how the female orgasm is actually hurting the U.S. economy? Well, Adam and Eve may be right for you. It's a natural and fun alternative to joyless Republican SEX and downright biblical. What could be more original than Adam and Eve? And you don't want to get thrown out of that Lady Garden of Eden, so sometimes you got to listen to what the serpents say and eat the fruit, if you catch my meaning. Adam and Eve has thousands of glorified products. They'll make you scream, Hallelujah, Amen, the South Mouth will make me rise again. Let the Lord shine down His glory on your purchases. Make sure to use code GLORY at checkout. Now you know you're going to want to tell everybody about this code or it'll mount to a hill of unflicked beans. Because when you use code GLORY, you get 50% off almost any one item. Now don't get confused. That is 100% product with only 50% the price. That's like a two-for-one deal right there. And that you get one item where you cut the price in two and don't pay the second half. Now you better hush your mouth. I'm fixing to tell you a secret. Shh. When you use that code GLORY, you will get six free Picante movies that are hotter than a jalapeno. You also get a free gift, a free gift, and a free gift for you, for them, for all y'all, and a hitch on the 
Pony Express. That's free shipping, Yankees. Well, if the crick don't rise, you better spread them thighs, sit down, and go to adamandeve.com and use code GLORY. Adamandeve.com is also for Adam and Steve, even Eve, Steve, even Reeves, Chad Damon, and Genevieve, and Greg. And for all couples, singlets, quads, polygroups, monogamishes, doms, subs, monogamistress, monogamistress, courtships, relationship anarchists, spanky tankies, and Greg apologists. Use code GLORY for mind-blowing pleasure, as recommended by 9 out of 10 doctors, the last of which was wall gags, but had two thumbs up. Can't spell America without I came raw. Mm, bless. BetterHelp. We want to thank BetterHelp for being a sponsor of the show. All of us at Cogdis believe in the power of therapy, and we want you to start living a happier, healthier life today. You can start communicating in under 48 hours with your own licensed professional therapist. This is all because BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you accordingly. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's very easy to send a message. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. It's not just more comfortable, but it's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and there is financial aid available. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can find professional counselors in specific areas of expertise, uh, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and narrow expertise areas like why Gary is taking the seat off the toilet. Why is that useful? Uh, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Cogdis. Sister, you tell this piece of S word that I would personally F word him up. You tell him that his mama's a H. Cotter, I believe whore is spelled with a W. Right, W, and his sister's a W, and his grandmama's a two-bit W who makes double because she got no teeth. You tell him I said that. All right, so the story comes from the Washington Post, and I have to read a part of this article. Despite her vow of poverty, Nunn stole more than $835,000 from a Catholic school, prosecutors said. With each new school year, fresh checks for tuition and fees streamed into the principal's office at St. James Catholic School in Torrance, California. But for 10 years, those what? checks along... I don't understand how they didn't catch this, like, the first hour this happened. But for 10 years, those checks, along with donations, scarcely made it to the school's bank account. Instead, the school's principal, Sister Mary Margaret Cruper, 79. It's always a Mary Margaret. It's, it's always a Mary Margaret. Every time. It's always a Mary Margaret. Was stealing the money and using it to bankroll her gambling <laughs> habit. <laughs> She's got a I love, She's thank you. Double <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I wanted she, this article. She's. She walks up and she takes it off and she's like, bet it all on black. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell it's Mary Margaret coming from a mile away because her actual habit is like three cherries. <laughs> <laughs> you walk up and shake her head and turn into three sevens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's amazing. <sighs> it's so funny. She had a, she had a giant... A, a giant habit. She had a giant habit of spending other people's money. But one of the things that they said in the article, which I thought was hilarious, where they said something like, this was inconsistent with her vow of poverty. And then I thought about it. I thought, no, if you have a gambling addiction, it's definitely consistent with a vow of poverty. poverty. Yeah. Definitely consistent. Because you ain't, you ain't, you know, they, uh, I got a story, actually. Okay. So years ago, uh, this was happened to my dad, right? So my dad used to tell the story. Um, 
my dad was uh, addicted to a lot of different things. He's cigarettes, he was an alcoholic, you know, uh, and he was also a gambler when he, when, before we were born, before all the kids were okay. born. He was a gambler. <clears throat> and his gambling, and this is something I had no idea, I guess back in the day, um, pinball machines were gambling machines. Really? Yeah, so I, evidently, and I don't know if this was all pinball machines or just a select few pinball machines, but you would go into a place, there's a bar by him, and you would put a dime in. He said it cost a dime. So you'd put a dime in, and then you would play the pinball game. And if you scored a certain amount or did something in it, you would get, change would come out. So you, okay. could, you could win money that way. And he used to go in, and he said he would spend like his whole check. Oh, fuck. He would just spend, playing he, pinball. he would walk in, and he would just get dimes after dimes after dimes, and he would put them in and play it. And he said he, he spent his old check a couple times. And he said that the guy who came in and cleaned the things out came up to him a couple times. They, they became friends or whatever. And he would, you know, he'd be playing and the guy would come in and take the money. And the guy, the story is, is that the guy reached in and said, here you go. My dad's name was Lou. So he said, here you go, Lou. And he said like two big handfuls of dimes on the thing. And he said, you go ahead and spend those. He's like, because I'm going to get them back. He's like, they're all going to come back to me. <laughs> He said, you can't win this. You Whoa. can't beat this. He said, Lou, look at this thing. And he opened it up and it's just all electronics. Yeah. It's all electronics. Right. And he's like, you can't beat this electronic thing. You cannot, you, you can't do anything to right. win. There's nothing you can do to win. And, uh, and I always remember that, that story. He used to tell that story a lot. So he told that story many times throughout my life. I, you know, you know how dads are. They tell yeah, the same right. story. They got six. I did three times. things and I'm going to yeah. tell you about it a hundred times. I did yeah. three things. All my dad's stories were I, I don't know if they were life lessons, but they were definitely, you know. But they had but, a moral attachment. I guess the moral is you can't. My dad always tried to instill on me: you can't beat the house. Right. Like that was the that was the moral that my dad always kept on saying over and over and over again. Could you imagine losing eight hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars? No gambling, Cecil. I I am the world's worst gambler. First of all, I don't know how to gamble, and like generally speaking, like I, like, I'm not like much of a games person in general. Right. So like games don't hold a tremendous appeal for the most part to me. So like, I'm kind of like immune to that. Cause I'm just like not interested in the game portion of it, Yeah. but also I'm just a cheap motherfucker. And it doesn't remember when we went to the first time we went to Vegas, went to Vegas, uh, for Tam. Yeah. When we first were like, we're not first, we were doing the show for a few years. Patron just came out. Like we made just a, just a tiny amount of money. And it was the first thing you and I had ever done together yeah, for the we show. Yeah, we were able to go to Tampa. Yeah. yeah. But I had like no money outside of the money for like the show. That, like we're, we, we had these things planned to do, but I didn't have a lot of spending money. Yeah. So like I went down to the floor and I walked up to um, the craps table and I had like $20 or something. And I changed my $20 for chips and I walked up to the woman. I'm like, hey, can you show me how to play? And she showed me how to play. And I put my chips... And then she did the dice or whatever it was. And then she took her thing and she took most of my money, my chips. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I guess I'll do it again. And I did it again. And it was all gone. And it was two, two runs. The whole two, thing took two dice throws. 40 seconds. Sure. And I was like, she's like, do you want to keep playing? And I was like, fucking no, I don't want to keep playing. <laughs> <Are you> kidding? <laughs> Nothing happened and it cost me $20. I could have gone to see a two hour movie. Yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah, happened. Yeah. You got, I gave you $20 and you gave me, I took $20. <laughs> I was floored by the whole thing. I was like, I got to get out of here. This yeah. isn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. But like gambling is like gambling and these big casinos and stuff. They're just inherently unethical places. 
And there is a certain kind of person who I think genuinely through no fault of their own, they're just wired to enjoy that. Like yeah. they're wired to get that dopamine rush, that interaction. Sure. And like for some reason, we've decided that in certain contexts, we will steal money from those people. Yeah. Like we, we're like, okay with it. We, we won't do it in most places though, because yeah. we recognize like we don't want it in every grocery store. Right. So like we're kind, it's, it's kind of a You're weird right. thing. You don't put it everywhere, but right. there, are, there, but it, but as time goes on, it's seeping more and more into our culture because there's really other is. places where you can play now video slots or video poker right. in certain bars, and you can bet on that sort of thing too. And then now on your phone, you can do sports book. There's a sports book for your phone. Oh, you can bet. You can bet books for your for your app. Oh. And then there's betting on- You bet real money for that. Yeah, real money. I thought that shit was illegal. No, oh, I think, I'm pretty sure that-, that I believe you, I'm, I'm just sure surprised. I'm pretty sure that, that, uh, that you can do it. And I'm, I I know that they 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 advertise it all the time on sporting games. So do you think you that puts the mafia out of business? I don't know. Because didn't the mafia have to run books? Because I, I'm now I'm really yeah. curious. Yeah, I have no idea. I, have no I wonder idea. if they're like super mad yeah. about that. Yeah. Like, hey, that was our thing. Ah. I, I mean, I, you gotta wonder though. Too, like, what are you gonna do? Hey, we gotta we gotta whack that app guy. Like, I know. What are you gonna do? Like, I know. It's already out there. Like, what do you do then? Like, there's some guy stuck. like in the back of yeah. a fucking deli, just yeah. like, what am I supposed to do <laughs> now? <laughs> they stick an iPhone in a fish and they wrap it up and <laughs> send it to. They cut it. They cut the head off the iPhone and you wake up next to the iPhone. Or, I mean, what happens? How do you intimidate that guy? You know. So I don't know. I, I really genuinely don't know. I don't huh. know. Yeah, I know. I I know for a long time that the yeah. that there was it was like an underground. If it wasn't the mafia, it was certainly like like it was definitely shady. It was one right. of those things yeah. where you know y y if you didn't, you that's did, why I'm being intentionally yeah, ridiculous. You didn't pay. Yeah. There was, right. there was yeah, some problems. Maybe. You're going to have some problems. Oh, hey, it's a nice oh, business you got here. Huh? <laughs> but yeah, so, we're gonna get yeah. emails from people yeah. like I know people are gonna get mad. I'm Italian. I can do that. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to hold my hands. You're, when you when you say when you talk like that, you have to you have to hold your hands in a certain way. You have to hold them up near your face, and you have to you have to clinch them together like little lobster claws, and you have to move your hands in and out like this. Like you have to keep on doing the back and forth. That's you can't. It, it's Otherwise, racist if you don't, if you don't do, do it. that. Yeah. It's racist if you don't do that. And I can do it because some of my best friends are Italian. <laughs> Oh god! And uh, that was when Tom got canceled uh, from the internet. We're gonna, get, we're gonna get it now. Oh god! Uh, Through the years, it's possible to track Ireland's sexual health by how it was taught in schools. From the 1960s, putrid, rancid, repulsive, wrong, and the comparatively enlightened 1970s. The man puts where he goes to the toilet. Into where the girl goes to the toilet. And with God's intervention, a seed will grow. That's that. Um, so, how the British Ireland. Sister comes from the Friendly Atheist blog over at Patheos. Bill Donahue. See, so I have, I, like, this guy was like a staple of the show 10 years ago. Bill Donahue condemns anti-Catholic ad that helps child sex abuse victims. So hold on a second, Tom. Can we play this ad? Oh, yeah, we absolutely should. I'm going to play, just going to yep. play this ad for you guys. It's 100% a mesothelioma ad, except for they replaced it with child sex with, abuse. With, a, with like genuinely with child sex abuse. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's like, it's like a fucking roundup ad. Yeah, th this is like, this is this is very much the typical sort of ambulance chaser 
type, like, has this ever happened? You yeah. kind of a feeling to yeah. it. Attention, this message is for the survivors of abuse by the Catholic Church. New York, New Jersey, and California have extended the window to file a claim for victims of childhood sexual abuse. It doesn't matter how long ago it happened. If you or someone you love were a victim of sexual abuse by a priest, any employee, or other Catholic Church official, now is the time to hold these abusers accountable. We are here to help. I am just, I, it's crazy to me. What, what's, what's crazy is, you, you know, you call them ambulance chasers. And the reason why there's ambulance chasers is because there's a lot of accidents. Right, yeah. There's a reason why mm -hmm. this, this commercial exists. It's because there were so many abuses by the Catholic Church that there needs to be a, like, class action group of lawyers out there that are trying to get people the you know, just the, just a little bit of, of compensation yeah. and recompense for the horror that they had to endure at the Catholic Church's hands. Yeah, you know, as, as um, sort of maybe crass as this ad may be, it's, it's like, it's an, it's a, it's a, free market externalization of the reality that there's a market for this. Yeah. And the only reason there's a market for this is there's plenty of fucking customers. Yeah. Because the Catholic Church abused so many people. So many people. They, like, this is the free market solution. This is literally yeah. the free market answer and response to this. There, there, this is a company, this this uh, a firm is a company that's saying, hey, there's a market here. Yeah. Well, I'm I don't feel bad for the Catholic Church for creating a fucking sexual abuse survivors no. market. This is this is the consumers holding someone responsible right. for damage. It's the same thing that happened with asbestos. It's the same thing yep. that happened with the mesothelioma stuff that was going on. There is a there is there is somebody out there who's trying to make sure that the people who you know have been injured are being you know, they're, they're, be, they're getting something for it. And this is the exact same thing. We're in yep. the same, we're in the same, we're in the same boat with the Catholic church because they're, they've dealt out so much damage to a group of people. Yep. And these, you know, a bunch of young people have been abused by the church and Bill Donahue oh, has this to say. He says, if someone has been violated by a minister, rabbi, imam, school teacher, coach, psychologist, psychiatrist, athletic administrator, camp counselor, guidance counselor, Hollywood studio official, media employee, doctor, nurse, lawyer, or anyone else, he can take a walk. They are not interested. They are only interested in going after priests. Then he says, quote, if you're a victim of crime committed by an African-American and would like help in filing a claim against us, contact against him, contact us now. Would any firm in the United States run such an ad? Would any media outlet accept it? Okay, Ugh. don't compare yourself. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's okay to say substitute, make it black and, right. see, and see how that works. But that only works when it's a marginalized group, right? You can do the substitution right. when it's a marginalized group. When you're the marginalizer, it makes you sound even worse than before. Now you're not only a pedo defender, you're a racist. Yeah, you're a racist pedo defender. Also like black is not an organization. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Being black right. is just, yeah. that's just the fucking amount of fucking melanin in your skin. Yeah. Right? It is not a specific organization yeah. that has yeah. for years sought to hide the abuse, the sexual abuse of children and other folks within its organization by moving back. Like, yeah, you, it, it's just not the same as just somebody is black. I'm not, I'm not black, but I'm highly offended. I would be highly offended if anybody compared me to the Catholic Church. Absolutely. You know, I would be like, oh, 
I didn't fucking shuffle priests around, fucko. Like, right. you dick. I didn't fucking, like, I didn't try to hide the fact that someone's raping kids. Well, like, and, like, he's also, like, you know, what about all these other categories? Well, I don't know. Like, the thing is, this, 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 this law firm, this law firm is not out to make things right. This law firm is out to make its own money. Yeah. Right? And the law firm looked and said, hey, you know who does a lot of this shit? The Catholic Church. Well, if there was an organization, just like one big organization of rabbis that had literally thousands and thousands and thousands of cases that stretched sure, back sure, multiple decades, sure. if not, then yeah, they would see the fucking dollars there. The point is like the Catholic Church is a good place to go after because you have an enormous history of doing this. Yeah. Like you've created, he seems offended that people are saying, well, why are you singling us out? I don't know. Why did you do this it's so much? It's such a weird fucking what about is. It's so Just weird. It's so dishonest. Own it, man. Like that's the problem I have with many people that do, that, that with everyone who defends the Catholic Church about this. Because it there the only thing you have is what aboutism because there's such a long line of people who got molested by this church, who got ruined. Their lives have been ruined by this church. Yep. And you're going to and you're going to somehow be defensive about it. You can't get to be defensive. You get to be repentant. That's what right. you get to be. You get to be, I leave. That's yeah. what you should be doing. Yeah. The fact that other people have like, like if you're a serial killer, a defense cannot be, well, there's been other serial hey, killers. Look, the other one, they were more worse. Look, yeah. Look, I got 12, yeah. but somebody else got 14. <laughs> exactly. So you got to admit. Yeah. I'm like six sevenths yeah, as bad I'm as that. Not as bad. Come on. I mean, I'm like, come yeah. on. Just let me go. Who'd you have dinner with? Is my question. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. There are some things you can do that are just so abhorrent that if you do them once, yeah. it's never okay ever. Yeah. That's how some things work. And like sexually abusing children is one of those yeah. things. And it turns out once is not the time. That's no, not and the it's amount of hundreds time. and hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. And it's people who are repeat offenders over right. and over and over. And not just on one continent, on multiple continents. It is just a, it's a, it's a basically a harm inducing organization. Right. Over and over and over and over again. And when they, when they cover that up, they're complicit. Yeah. They're, they're like, they're, they're, they're complicit in the prior activity and they are tacitly encouraging, encouraging further activity. Right. Absolutely right. So you're just like, yeah, all right. So you're like driving the getaway car? Yeah, pretty much. And pretty you much. want and you want us to be cool with that? Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't rob that bank, but I did drive bank robber Joe to the bank. Yeah. And then when he ran in, I drove him away to the safe house, which yeah. was my house. Yeah. But I got nothing to do with the yeah. bank robbery. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So we'd like to thank our patrons. Of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons. We'd like to thank our newest patrons. I'm not clever enough for a patron name. <laughs> I disagree. Rob, BugNerd77, Key, D-double-E, Kyle, Terrence, and people up their pledges, Christian. Thank you so much for your generous Thanks, donations. We really do pr truly appreciate it. You guys are the reason uh, Glory Hole Studios exists. So thank you guys so much for your generous donations. And more than we appreciate it, I just want to say too, we need patrons. If we didn't have patrons, we couldn't do this show. Yeah. So we are we 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 need you guys. If you're available, you've been listening to the show for a long time, you've been thinking about becoming a patron. I don't know. Stop thinking about it. Become a patron. Yeah, become a patron. Just do that thing. Got a message. Uh, this is from Tyler. And Tyler wanted to let us know that we're an influence on him. He started his own podcast, but also he found us through citation needed. I that's awesome. I think that's great. Tyler, hey. thank you for listening. And hey guys. If you're out there and you're not listening to Citation Needed, 
Stop doing that. Yeah, you should and listen to start it. start listening to Citation. Citation Needed. Needed is a very good show. It's a fun show. We put a lot of work into that show, but also um, that show is, is a really interesting mix of off the cuff and script. And so the scripted stuff is from the essayist and a few jokes get written in, but there's a lot of off the cuff stuff that happens in that show. That's very funny. Um, and it's, there's a lot of good improv stuff that happens while we're recording. So some really good stuff. And, uh, there's a lot of creative energy in that group. Those, you know, the five of us, um, the scathing guys as, uh, as well as us. So I think there's a lot of creative energy there and it's a lot of fun to do. It is. It's a great show. If you guys haven't listened to it, please do go over and check it out. Citation needed. It's a wonderful podcast. We love doing it. Yeah. I love doing that yeah, show. It's, it's a, a great lot of show. fun. It's a great show. Every week. And it's a short show too. The yeah. other thing too is it's not a big time commitment. 30, 30 minutes, 35 minutes, 45 minutes. Sometimes they can get up. I think the longest one we had was close to an hour, but most of them are short. Yep. So we got oh, this. Uh, Brian oh sent in a God. message and uh, there's a, a woman who's driving down the road in Arkansas and she is getting pulled over and she throws her hazards on because she's on an interstate and there's no real shoulder. The shoulder is very slim. It's there. very narrow shoulder. And so she decides to keep going until she gets off this, this bridge area so that she can finally maybe get to an exit or something. She is kind of halfway in. If we watch the video, she's kind of halfway in the shoulder, but she's got her flashers on and she's slow, but she's continuing down the road. And, and if you're if you're a thinking person, you would recognize she's looking for a place yeah, to pull up. She's over. not like racing yeah. from the cops here. That's important. Yeah. And then the cop pits, pits her car, pit maneuvers, hits the back quarter panel of her car and flips her over. She happens to be pregnant at the time. Yep. And the cop comes over to her car while she's trapped in the car upside down. He's like, can you get out of the car? She's like, yeah, I'm pregnant. She's clearly scared. She just got a fucking traumatic rollover accident. Yeah, the car flips over. And she's like, she's like, I thought I could, I thought I could get off at the next exit before I pulled over. And the cop with no trace of sympathy or empathy for her condition as she's upside down, it's just like, no, ma'am, you got to pull over as soon as you see those flashers. That is, that is a perfect example of that contempt to cop. And you yep. watch somebody just use their power yep. like a weapon. And he flipped her because he could. Because he could. Because he, yep. he, he, he could. And, and hopefully... She sues him. Yep. And she gets some money out of that because that is that's egregious. It's it's awful to watch. It's actually really scary to watch. So I guess like the lesson is like, I don't know if you're really allowed. Yeah, I always thought you I always were. I thought you were too. But I thought you were allowed to put your flashers on, drive slow, yeah. give every indication you were trying to pull over, and then wait till you could get someplace safe. She's she's not in a fucking bank getaway vehicle. No. Even and he'll be perfectly frank, even in a bank getaway vehicle, I think it's an it's an overuse of power. You see it in these things where you're just like, look, if they didn't kill anybody, why are you trying why are you performing a move that could kill them? Like right. it doesn't make any sense. Yep. You have a helicopter, you have plenty of ways yeah. in which to find them. You Gas know what car out. they're in. You could just follow them from a distance. There's so many other things that you could do, but instead it's just this I got to stop him. I got to stop him. And I got to stop him right now. And I'm chasing him and their blood's up and they've got to, I mean, even if, even if somebody committed a crime, I don't know that I think the pit maneuver is a good idea, right? Because it could kill somebody. Well, and like a lot of times the pit maneuver, like there are some cars that has a very high incidence of rollover. The pit maneuver, like it's not a, per like anything else, it's not a perfect, yeah. like, uh, you, you know, a textbook thing yeah. that you do it a little bit wrong. Sure. You fuck the other car up. You flip yeah. them over. You could kill somebody. You could kill other drivers on the road. That's a lot. That's a lot of risk to so take. If someone's being reckless and has hit somebody, maybe killed somebody or something, I could, you know, you know, you, there are, I'm sure there's situations, but in most situations where it's just somebody who's like, 
you know, maybe trying to get away from the cops and they didn't even do anything or whatever. They're running because they're afraid or whatever it is. I'm I'm not a yeah. guy who's like, you should- Hit them? No. Well, I mean, should they pull out their gun and shoot them? Because no, right, here's the thing, right. man, if you're on the road and you flip somebody over, there could be somebody runs into them or something like you. It's you just dangerous, kill somebody, man. You could kill somebody uninvolved yeah, entirely. It's dangerous. Yep. Uh, we got a message from Vice Rhino. He says, I'm slightly disappointed in today's Citation Needed episode. Now, this is a Citation Needed episode we did last week um, on Odd Foods. He said, you neglected to mention the Sour Toe Cocktail from Ew. Dawson City in Canada's Yukon, Terri Yukon Territory. Essentially, it's a shot of whatever you choose, but with a severed human toe tossed in. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? You've got to imagine, like, why do you have a whole bunch of? I mean, clearly you. this is a joke, right? Right. This is a it joke. has to be yeah, because otherwise you've got like your olives, your pearl onions, <laughs> your maraschino oh, cherries. So good on the end of a toothpick. And these things, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bloody Mary. <laughs> this is actually it yeah, has to come right. from Mary, but yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. I'm going to look into this because he says I, I thought maybe the story behind the origin of that cocktail would be enough for an episode on its own. So I'll look into it. Thank you, Vice Drido, for sending that in. Oy. Got another message. This one is from some random guy. And he says, I've been listening to citations since the beginning and just recently decided to give a see what cog this was all about. And he's glad he did because he likes our conversational style. He likes how we hang out together. How cool and is so, that? Thank you That's for giving one. us a listen. Some random guy. We very much appreciate it. A uh, bunch of people mentioned this. Some people mentioned it on chat. A couple of people mentioned it in uh, on comments. And Cheryl sent it in to us and said, the CC... P is the Chinese Communist Party. We did say something about CCP yeah, last right. week and we were like, what didn't the know fuck what Rick Wiles was talking about. I didn't know yeah. what he was talking about, but yeah, now that you say it, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Got a message. Um, this is this is from uh this is from Bryce Wolf. And he said that he sent us in a sticker uh, last year that says I caucus for Tom, and we do have that sticker. We do. If we I got it up find somewhere. a place to put it in the stream sometime, maybe I'll take something down and put it up. But he sent us, I caucused for Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. <Yeah. laughs> I didn't even know I was getting caucused. Man. We got a message from Seth. And Seth says, hey, guys, I wanted to mention that you can absolutely find out what's in the vaccine. And it's will for ignorance for anyone not to know. The ingredients are literally posted on the FDA website and given on a sheet when you get the vaccine. So, yeah. Um, and he basically lists what's in the mRNA to us. He says, here's what's in the mRNA. So you absolutely can find out. We got another message from Jeff and he says, fan of your show since I found it through Citation Needed back in 2017. Thank this you. For, that's amazing. I'm glad people are sending in these messages and be like, yeah, man, I found your show on through Citation Needed. Because again, we weren't sure that that was going to be a way in which people would find our show. Right. But we knew they would work yeah, the other way. Yeah, but, we yeah. figured it would work you know, the other way where people would find Citation Needed through Cogdis. But yeah. Got a message from Matt on Patreon. He says, speaking of Chicago, Cecil's who you crap and comment brought me right back to Boars and Bernstein. Yeah, absolutely, man. They used to do a segment called Who You Crappin'? And it was an awesome segment where you could, anybody in the sports world, it was sports, it was a nice podcast. It was a sports radio, radio broadcast. Show. <laughs> and uh, and anybody who uh, who made a, a sort of a, a, a had an act of hypocrisy during the week that said something, did something, and then they did something else or okay, said something yeah, and right. did something else. You could say who you crap in to the person and you would sometimes write and make a joke about it and stuff. And you could fax them. I mean, this is fax back in the them. day where you could fax, fax them. them. So this is a long time ago, but yeah, Matthew, that's, ex that's exactly where I got that. Who you crap in from Boris and Bernstein in Chicago that were on AM 890, a 
decade and a half ago. Real quick, Cecil, I, I was trying to explain what a fax machine was to my nanny the other day. She's <laughs> she's 20. And like she, her, her doctor needed her to fax something. And yeah. I was trying to explain to her. I'm like, okay, it's two machines <laughs> that are attached. They're telephones, but they they're go, telephones with a printer built into them. And one machine has to dial the other machine. Then the phone rings on the other machine. Then the machine picks up the phone <laughs> And then they talk, and then it will print what you... But you have to take a piece of paper in one machine yeah, and, put and put it, it in, in the in other there. machine. Yeah. And it will it will print that. And she was looking at me. And I'm trying to explain like that it's a phone that dials another phone and then prints out what the first machine scanned. She was just like, what are you saying? <laughs> just try to explain a fax. Try to explain a fax machine to a 20-year-old. There was a tweet. It's amazing. There was a tweet I saw the other day. Someone had said... One of my coworkers asked if I was old enough to see a PlayStation 2 in real life. <laughs> and the, the rest of the tweet says, if you need me, I'll be walking into the ocean. <laughs> I love it so much. I laughed. I laughed until I almost passed out when I saw that tweet. I thought it was so amazing. I actually had uh, another incident this week where uh, my wife and I were at a doctor's appointment. And the, the person at the front desk was talking about how they had somebody who was also very young and they wanted them to burn a CD with labs. Uh-huh. And the woman was like, like, burn the CD? <laughs> like, 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 burn it? But it's so funny because genuinely- What would you do with a CD? But no, but genuinely, we were watching the uh, that movie for GAM. We were on GAM a couple yeah. of weeks ago. And they were talking about burning DVD-ROMs. Yes. It? I mean, yeah. they were talking, which is, a, which is a dead medium. I don't even have a computer anymore. I don't even own a computer anymore that has a DVD drive. No, I don't. Like, you can, can you buy one yeah, anymore can, that has a drive? Yeah, you can buy an external one now. So, yeah, but do you, they have any yeah, built in the no, machine? I mean, you can. You probably could. But but if you wanted to do one, I had to buy an external DVD drive because there was a couple things that I had to get from old stuff. Right, yeah. But I had to buy a DVD drive that's USB powered because it's just, you just don't have that. Sort like, of we have... Like we have DVDs at home. Yeah. Haley has like a bunch of old DVDs that some stuff you just can't stream. Like, sure. Like Northern Exposure is you can't stream it anywhere. Right. So we have that stuff on DVD. And because of that, we have a DVD yeah, player. Right, right. But like, I think we turn that on once a year. Yeah. So I, I have a DVD player too, and I never watch anything on DVD, but I, I have like a game consoles that play that does the same and, thing. And right. regular DVDs. So, but, and we have a whole collection of DVDs. I yeah. just don't ever open them up. If somebody gave me a CD, I, I don't know what I would do with it. I Bang it I, against a rock. I haven't bought a CD in a decade and a half. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you just buy it online. If you like it, you just click it. It's so weird to be in a position where, you know, I used to, I mean, gosh, I, I used to make mixtapes on tape. Like yeah, same. Back in the day, like you, tape tape. Do you remember recording the radio? Yeah. You record the radio. Yeah. You'd be sitting there like waiting with your yeah. fingers over yeah. play and record <laughs> at the same. You remember? And you're like waiting for the song, your jam to come on. Like, boom. Especially when you listen to top 40 or whatever. Right. Because you knew you'd catch the whatever. You're, you're going to yeah, get it. Yeah, you're like, come on, but wait, wait, the problem wait. is, is Dick's going to talk through half of it. They did that shit you on know, purpose to fuck with yeah, your recording. with your recording, fuckers. Now that was old guys talking about technology. That's our new Podcast. Oh, old guys talking about technology. That, that is our podcast. What are you talking about? <laughs> guys, thanks for joining us. We're going to yeah. stream next week. We streamed this week on, uh, we were, uh, we streamed on Friday. We're streaming again next week on Friday. So Friday night, if you're free, you want to join us. We had a lot of fun this Friday. Um, check us out next Friday and then we'll switch back to Thursdays, but we, we, we have to stream next week on Friday night. 
So 9 p.m. Central, regular time, but come check us out. Come hang out with us, especially if you, you know, you, you don't have, especially if you don't have stuff to do on Saturday, you could probably stay up in a weird place. If you live far away from yeah. the time zone in which we're doing this, you could probably stay up and hang out with us. But Friday night, next Friday, come hang out with us, 9 p.m. Central. We're going to be streaming on, of course, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Or Facebook, not Twitter. Facebook. Facebook, yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll catch you next week, but we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead, pan, sales pitch, late night info, docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.